0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. couple of minutes after six o'clock a very good evening to you it's Clyde Super Scoreboard with me you and Cameron in the hot seat never did I think I'd see the day where I'd be sat in this hot seat looking at Hugh Keevans the legend of Super Scoreboard you're very kind I saw Michael Parkinson on the telly at the weekend saying that for all his years in the business he's best remembered for being attacked by Rod Hull's emu <laughs> I've been here 35 years and I'm best remembered for being called a specky tube <laughs> How are you here? I'm great. And Do you it's know good what? to be with you. It's good to be here and it's it's I'm delighted to be working with you tonight and my first ever um um perf- my first ever appearance on Super Scoreboard. Yes. And a bit like Santa, you're you're difficult to not like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean everyone loves Santa? And at times you annoy me. Yes. Like Santa annoys me when he doesn't bring me the gift that I want. Yes. But you're a guy you, you just have to love and like. So the wife says, yes. <laughs> what, uh, what, what about the fans? <laughs> that's a different matter altogether. How long have you been doing this? Here at Clyde? Yeah. Uh, 35 years. So you've been annoying football fans across Glasgow and the West for 35 years? 35 years. Some of them good. <laughs> um, can we do one thing before we do anything else tonight? Why not? Um, Twitter is a nightmare, which uh-huh. you well know, Shug. Yes, yes. Twitter is not very good. And it's also very good at reminding you of things that you have tweeted in the past. Yes. And then gets brought back up. A year ago, in the 30th of August, 2018, I tweeted, Hugh, I can't remember the last time I was this excited for the start of a football season. I genuinely believe this could be one of the best premiership campaigns in recent years. My early prediction is this. Celtic won't win the treble. Their dominance is over. Not a chance is this happening. And no. the reason I bring that up is because I know that Celtic fans, since the full-time whistle at Hampden Park against Hearts when they won the Cup yes. and the historic treble treble, have been retweeting this and have been saying that they might give me a wee call tonight to bring it up. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be concerned by that at all. I always believe in the words of the politician who said that his definition of success is moving from one failure to the next with no loss of enthusiasm. Have you had a few failures in oh, your time? Classics. Absolute classics. Uh, and when it involves Celtic and or Rangers, then you are on a hiding to nothing. So the thing is that those who criticise, criticise with the benefit of hindsight. Mm-hmm. You put your neck in the block. It was wrong. I've done it myself on countless occasions. And believe me, I will do again. And I'm going to get you to do that right now. I'm uh-huh. going to put your neck on the block because uh-huh. I'm going to make a prediction. Celtic won't win a treble again. That's it, it's gone. So the treble treble is done. No more. Right. It ain't going to happen. They might win a cup, but they won't win the league. I think Rangers will stop them winning nine in a row. I'm making that bold prediction tonight here on Clyde Super Scoreboard. Celtic will not win the league under Neil Lennon. And I'll tell you another thing, he might not last till Christmas. No. That's my bold prediction yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah. Well, Do you agree? Uh, no, I don't agree. Uh, but I don't know the answer to your question because I, I suspect that the treble treble history making as it was will be the end of it. I don't think there's a quadruple treble on because that would almost defy logic and reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's too early for me to say who will win the title next season. And I don't go along with this argument that... Uh, Rangers have won the title because Neil Lennon's been appointed Celtic manager. I think that's disrespectful to Neil Lennon. 
given what he has done for Celtic. Had done. Well, had done. He picked continues. up the reins. He picked up the reins of Brendan Rodgers' team no, and carried them across do. the finishing line. Yeah, but you you consider the potential for upheaval on the day that Brendan Rodgers left for Leicester City. There was potential for the club being destabilised by the loss of that particular figure. So Neil Lennon. But I think Hugh that you could have picked up those reins. No, and no. guided Celtic to the title because let's be honest, you're in a better position to do it. I, Celtic were in a better position to do it I as did, well. I, I, I think that's unfair to Neil Lennon because matches still had to be won and there were dramatic finishes to games, last minute winners. Neil Lennon got it over the line, and that was the remit. The cup final was just icing on the cake, uh, but he got that over the line eventually as well. So. I think that the, it's disrespectful to Neil Lennon to say that Rangers have got the league because Celtic have got Neil Lennon. That's disrespectful. Both clubs for me are one transfer window away from defining themselves. Oh. How much does Celtic want this nine in a row? We'll find out with the quality of their signings because signings need to be made. I don't think they're, they're taking the nine in a row seriously with the appointment of Neil Lennon. I really don't. Again, I, I, I think, think that's a backward step. What Neil Lennon did in the, in, the, in the past was superb and was outstanding and you applaud him for that. But where did he end up? He ended up at Bolton. He then went on to Hibs and did an okay job and that ended badly for him. Yeah. Um, and he's come into Celtic and picked up the reins of Brendan Rodgers' team I think it's a step back, which I think gives Rangers and Steven Gerrard hope. They've had a year at Rangers. Steven Gerrard's got that experience under his belt. Yeah. Only lost the league by nine points. Well, Didn't do particularly I, well in the, know, in the Cups. So I think they're better prepared and will be better prepared going into this league campaign, which puts huge pressure on Lennon and Celtic to, to deliver nine in a row. Again, it's disrespectful to Neil Lennon. He started this, what is now eight in a row, he started it and he's there. He... Will he finish it? To finish it. Will he? How can I tell you two years in advance, you know? It, it, there's no point in second guessing what will happen two years from now because so many things happen. I never in my lifetime thought I'd see Brendan Rodgers at one half of the city and Stephen Gerrard at the other. True, true. So, We've got lucky recently, haven't we, in the last few yeah, years? absolutely. Uh, 0141-951-1025 is the number to go. You want to have your say in all the big football stories. Uh, it's 0141-951-1025. Let's go to Stuart, who is a Celtic fan. Good evening, Stuart. Good evening, Ewan. Ewan, I think maybe you've got a wee chip on your shoulder with Mr Neil Lennon. No, I don't. Because I think maybe you have. You know, you see the guy on the last day Christmas, it's shocking, you know. But what I'll say is I'm a gambling man, and I'll say I'll gamble you the self that'll win the league this year. I'm not saying Rangers are not getting stronger, which they are, but so will we. But so will we. Um, do you think, so, Stuart, do you think Celtic have got a bigger job ahead than Rangers, the way it stands right now? No, not at all. How can you say that, Ewan? I think Rangers have got a far bigger job than we've got. You know, they've got, but have they not got? Have they not got the core of a, a decent team just now? The likes of Davis and Arfield and Kamara with Defoe. We don't know what's going to happen yeah. with Morelos. Jordan Jones is coming in. Katic came yeah. on to a decent game at the end of the campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to be fair, Stephen Gerrard has got Rangers. He's got them playing well, and he's got them having the will to win. You know. Um, but I just think we'll get stronger, and I think Neil Lennon. Don't get me wrong, Neil Lennon wouldn't have been my choice. I was quite shocked to self to appoint him, but now he's there. Just go on with it, and I think you'll do a good job, you. So I think, you, I um, think on the on the third of June, you can say whatever you like about who will win the league and the possibility of a quadruple treble or no treble. 
On the 3rd of June You can say whatever you like it, It's what happens On the 3rd of August I think that's important mm-hmm. Because We'll then know Who's at Celtic And who's not at Celtic And who's at Rangers And who's not at Rangers And then You can assess the season But Stuart, Stuart here's, here's a question I want to put to you Over the last number of years Celtic have had the opportunity To go for the jugular And they haven't yeah. done it And they've allowed Rangers To creep back up And there you are This season just finished Nine point gap and we, t- need to, we need to push the boat out here. We need to do it to get 10 in our own, Ewan. You know, Celtic have got to do it. Um, and I've just got the feeling that they will do it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, not by any stretch of the imagination. It's not. Because the last two games at Ibrox, the last game, the 2 nothing game, and the game of New Year, we just did not turn up. Yeah, but Rangers, that's, bullied, that's... Rangers, Rangers bullied us all over the park. Yeah, but, you know, but players... Players are human Sorry. beings, you know, and there's no doubt that the the Celtic that finished the season uh, were running on empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they have gone for the jugular in the sense that they did win a treble treble. I was talking yeah. about in regards to players, in regards to the quality, and just, just basically taking... Rangers to task because well, Rangers yeah. were languishing in yeah. the third tier, second tier, the championship for two seasons. I, I, I can't. I, I I don't know if you agree with me. I'm shocked that Rangers have got as close as they have. Well, that's why I say they're both one transfer window away from defining themselves. We'll find out. Celtic, remember, have a two million pound striker bio that nobody has seen yet, other than a two or three minute appearance at Rugby Park. Mm-hmm. They have Marianne Schved, who, by all accounts, uh, is. Patrick Roberts with physicality That's how he was described to me uh, So there are two players already Celtic now have to add further quality And they have to be serious about their business Because Neil Lennon understands The scale of the job that needs to be done here Neil Lennon is in a unique position He knows that the man who breaks this the sequence here The man who does not get 9 or does not get 10 mm-hmm. Will get the sack Yeah so, you know, he has gone into Celtic saying, I have a legacy to protect here yeah. as player, coach, manager. And in order to protect my legacy and for the good of the club, you, Peter Lawwell, Dermot Desmond, have got to back me financially. Stuart, you, yeah, you said yeah, that Neil, Neil Lennon wasn't your first choice. No, it, no, it wasn't. Right, so, there, he, no. so he wasn't your first choice. Yeah, no. you're still saying you're confident of winning the league. So what you're saying is it doesn't really matter who's in charge of Celtic because you're going to win the league. No, I'm not. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You, it wouldn't be my first choice, right? But what I'm saying is, he's there now. Get the sleeves up, get the players in, and just go on with it. Where do you, you think mean, you need no. to strengthen? Do you agree with you? I, I think we need another forward. Obviously, I know. I know. Um, we Griffiths has come back. Another forward. Um, Berkovic for me becomes by for Leicester as a class act. I think the guy's just class. Um, and maybe another couple of minutes. Two or three players will be fine. You know? And yeah. we'll make a point, you and to speak to each other at the end of the season. We'll try and do that and we'll see. Well, right, well, well Stuart, I've got your telephone number. I'm going to put it in my mobile phone and I'll take that money yeah. off you come next season. <laughs> right, that's a deal, you Okay, mate. Cheers, Never Stuart. All the best, buddy. Thank you. Cheers, uh, let's go to Alec, uh, who is also a Celtic fan. Good evening, Alec. Good evening, you How are you? Hi there. I nearly, I nearly fell off my chair when I heard that Ewan Cameron was in Radio Clyde and the, the Super Scoreboard. You've not got a good word to say about Celtic and you never have had Ewan. You're an absolute disgrace. But Alec, you know that's There's a no lie. Hate in the wood. 
There's no way in the world you should be chairing that programme. What, because, because I'm not saying something say. positive about Celtic? I'm just being you honest ne- with my opinions. You'd never say anything positive about Celtic, Hewan. Alec. You're a jambo. Alec. I think you're a jambo. You should be a jambo, but at least give a chance. You're talking about the champions of Scotland here, Hewan. I know that, and I, I, pre- and I, predicted, and I predicted at the start of the season that Celtic wouldn't win the treble, but they would win the league. And why do you think that Rangers will win the league next year then, Hewan? Because I think that they've gone backwards with the appointment of Neil Lennon. That's just my personal opinion. When you're someone as good as Brendan Rodgers in that invincible season, everything that he achieved and the, the style of football and the players that he improved, your Armstrongs, your Forrest, etc., 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 he's an outstanding coach and manager. Neil Lennon, don't you can't take anything away from what he did first time round and... Champions League knockout stages beating Barcelona the three league titles he started the eight in a row I get all that but where did he end up he ended up at Bolton no other big club came anywhere near Neil Lennon to give him that job yeah, did, did, Leicester, make, did Leicester approach him people, people, make, people make bad career choices I'm sure you've done it once or twice yourself <laughs> maybe tonight <laughs> uh, so he made a bad career choice as Alan Stubbs did when he won the cup with him he made a Good bad point. career choice right after that went so to Rotherham these things happen mm-hmm. But I do think that you'll see the true Neil Lennon now because I think while walking in another man's shoes, he was slightly subdued from the moment that he succeeded Brendan Rodgers. But now the job is his. Uh, He, further down the line, when he took over as Celtic manager the first time, and you remember as interim manager, Mm -hmm. he immediately lost a cup semi-final. That's right. Uh, and there was another point I remember when he was 3 nothing down to Kilmarnock at Rugby Park and he admitted himself if Kilmarnock had scored another goal he would have resigned however they didn't he survived he went on and he started this run which is now at 8 and I don't think that he has become a bad manager because he made a bad career choice a couple of years ago Why didn't no other big club come knocking on the door of Neil Lennon? Maybe they all thought at that particular time. Who would you regard as a, a big club? Well, any club in the Premiership. A big club in the Premiership, whether it be a West Ham, whether it be a Leicester. But the, I mean, he's a Leicester legend. Leicester didn't go anywhere near Neil Lennon. Well, so, so when he left Celtic, and, and strangely enough, I was on the flight to London the day that it was announced when Neil Lennon was down in London. It got announced that he was um, no longer a part of the Celtic setup. I think he thought he might have been getting the job at Norwich, who were in the Premiership at that point. But no Premiership club came knocking on his door and he went to Bolton. Now, yes, it was a strange choice. I just wonder why no one else has come forward. If, if you are Brendan Rodgers and uh, you have taken Liverpool to within a whisker of winning the English Premier League, you have a CV, you have a certain standing in the game and therefore when you come up to Scotland and Leicester City look at what you've done in Scotland, mm-hmm. they say, we'll take Brendan Rodgers. However, that's not necessarily the case if you're a Neil Lennon. Yeah. They, 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 they like down south to have a, a bit of a pedigree down south that yeah. they can bank on. Alec, can be honest now, Alec. Hey, on you go. See when Brendan Rodgers walked out the door and he went to Leicester? Yep. How far down the list was Neil Lennon for you? Right, Neil Lennon... Obviously, he spoke to the last caller. He said it wasn't his first choice. If I, if I knew the amount of applicants that had sent in, and Hugh, Hugh Keevans knows this for a fact, there's probably about 50 applicants, Hugh, in writing, wanting to talk to the, the board of directors. 
We're never going to get Jose Mourinho. We're never going to get Rafael Benitez. Neil Lennon knows what the job's going to take. And the reason I know that Celtic will get to 10 in a row, who's already said that transfer window, we're shopping Harrods. Rangers are shopping in Poundland. We've got double, treble the, the wage bill that Celtic's got. We're going to attract a better quality papers uh, player. Steven Gerrard doesn't even have a licence yet. He's not even got a licence. That's why he's got uh, McAllister, or whatever his name is, sitting beside him. He's not got a, a licence to, well, uh, to coach I, football I, teams. I would not be disrespectful to Steven Gerrard in the same way that I would not be disrespectful to Neil Lennon. Steven Gerrard, in his inaugural season as a manager, uh, yep, he didn't get to a cup final, which is a black mark, mm-hmm. two black marks. Uh, but things went on at Rangers. The fans can see that progress of a sort has been made and that's why I always say he's one transfer window away from having legitimate, powerful challengers to Celtic. But Do you that, think it could be this year, Hugh? Uh, of course, yeah. without, without doubt. You know, I, I couldn't stand here and predict that one or other will win the title because I'd like to see the fruits of this transfer window to see who's in and who's out. For example, if Ryan Kent does not return to Rangers, if Liverpool decide to keep him at Anfield or sell him to another English club, that's a blow for Steven Gerrard. Who's coming in at Celtic? Because those players who have won the treble treble have been superhuman in their efforts, but they now need assistance. And who is going to come in? Is it going to be of sufficient quality to improve a treble treble winning team? Alec, thank you so much for your call. Nice talking to you, my man. Thanks very much, Ewan, and welcome back. Cheers, Alec. All the best, my friend. Uh, keep your calls coming on 0141 That's 0141 It's me, Ewan Cameron, alongside the legend. There's Hugh Keevan. Stay right there. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's 25 minutes after 6 o'clock. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call on 0141 951 1025 with me, you and Cameron tonight. And the legend that is Hugh Keevans. Uh, the phone lines are very busy. I don't know what you've said, Hugh, that's upset some fans tonight. You've said something clearly. Uh, well, it may be for the first time that it's not me they're after. <laughs> Uh, 0141-951-1025 is the number to call uh, Stuart Armstrong was uh, put up in front of the media today oh. Wasn't he? For the uh, ahead of the Scotland matches Yep um, We've got Belgium coming up And then we've got Cyprus and We've got Cyprus on Saturday And then we've got Belgium on Tuesday Stuart Armstrong uh, You know First class player uh, Celtic miss him don't yeah, they yeah they do is there a chance of getting him back because he's not getting a game at Southampton I was just going to say you know he's, he's in that Scotland squad without having had a, a season of pulling up the trees uh, at St Mary's so um, I'm not sure that Celtic would bring him back but he, he's a welcome addition for Steve Clark because Saturday night's important it's Steve Clark's first game as Scotland manager he has to do well he has to do what is expected of him yeah. I think the remit here is do what you should do in other words beat Cyprus don't lose to Kazakhstan and then every once in a while if you can surprise us and do something that you're not expected to do Yeah. such as if we get a draw in Brussels for example that would be regarded as a major triumph 
So Stuart Armstrong faced the media today to talk about those two internationals for Scotland on Saturday and next Tuesday, Belgium on Sa- uh, sorry Belgium next Tuesday and Cyprus on Saturday. But he was also asked to talk about um, Andy Robertson, who mm-hmm. won the Champions League with Liverpool on Saturday with a two 0 victory over Spurs. And here's what Stuart Armstrong had to say about Andy Robertson's Champions League victory. Yeah, I think it's uh, an unbelievable achievement. Um, Especially when I think back to when he first came to Dundee United as a as a very young boy, um, who no one knew much about, um, and had a great season there, and he's just gone on from strength to strength. And when you see uh, him playing at Liverpool, it's the same as as he played at, at Tannadice, and probably the same as he played when he was, uh, you know, five years old. He's just got that natural ability, and uh, I think as a group, because he's such a uh, an important individual, and you know, and a good guy, that we're all so delighted for him. It's uh, it's something that um, you should be so incredibly proud of because uh, we all are. It's a remarkable story, Andy Robertson, yeah. from where he was, what, five, six years ago, and there he was on Saturday lifting the Champions League trophy. I think we have to hear a fresh take on Andy Robertson. Everyone knows the fairy tale aspect, released by Celtic mm-hmm. as a kid. Queen's Park, Dundee United, Hull, eventually the big move to Anfield. But now I think we have to see Andy Robertson in this light. Andy Robertson may be the best left back in the world right now. Yeah. Better uh, than Marcello? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have him before Marcello. So, yes, there was once a fairy tale attached to Andy Robertson's rise from Celtic reject to Anfield. But he has to be seen now in the context of what he has done since arriving at Anfield. He has forced his way into the team. Kept himself in the team Progressed in the team To the extent where he's the best left back In the world Scotland have a world class player In Andy Robertson And hopefully he'll deliver the goods for us Against Cyprus and also Belgium And those internationals uh, Craig is a Rangers fan in Clyde Bank Good evening Craig Good evening Ewan, how are you doing? I'm very good Before you make your point on whatever it is Did you see the Champions League final on Saturday? I didn't, I was, unfortunately I was working Oh were you working, you didn't miss much It wasn't a particularly good game was it Hugh? No, I mean for every Well Liverpool are concerned from every, uh, For every Istanbul there's a turkey Yes uh, you know, <laughs> Istanbul was the greatest comeback story In the history of the Champions League Madrid was a turkey But they got the win And that's all that matters to Andy Robertson To Jurgen Klopp and all associated with Liverpool And the way they played this year They deserved it yeah. They deserved to win something Yeah I mean They lost one league game But because of A superlative Man City They didn't win the league No So We've seen that happen They did deserve to get something And It's not a bad form of compensation To get the Champions League no uh, Clyde one Super Scoreboard 01419511025 Is the number to call Craig what's your point my friend? Yeah, um, normally I'm one of the few people that agrees with you, but on this occasion I'm disagreeing and I'm agreeing with you. I just don't feel Neil Lennon is going to do it next year. I'm not convinced by him. The way that the Celtic played for the latter half and he took over after Brendan Rodgers left, I just I don't see it. I don't see the results coming. But you would say that being a Rangers fan though, Craig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I've got that kind of the blue tinted spectacles. But just the, the way they were playing afterwards, after Brendan Rodgers left, and I was kind of dreading that they were going to get another classy manager in. I mean, they got Neil Lennon. I was 
happy with that. I was like, yes, yeah, so we could we could take Neil Lennon and these in Celtic having Charles next season, but I I, I can't see it. I, 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 I do agree. I do agree that some of the displays were less than spectacular. However, Craig, if Celtic were as ropey as you're suggesting, why did the Rangers finish up nine points behind them? Well, we lost all our points before the Rangers left because we were drawing silly games left, right, and centre. And you lost a couple of games against Kilmarnock. Yeah. Do you think going forward, though, I know it was a, a bit of a bit of a statement to make at the top of the show, but I know that Rangers fans were celebrating the appointment of Neil Lennon, and I think that gives Rangers a better chance of winning the league, and I take Hugh's point, it's a bit disrespectful to think that of Neil Lennon, but when you look at what Celtic have had in the past with um, Brendan Rodgers, are you more confident than ever of stopping Celtic going nine in a row? Yes, I'm more confident that uh, we can stop uh, nine in a row. As long as um, Stephen Gerrard gets a back in the board to get some signings in, if we get, if Morelis leaves um, for hopefully fingers crossed a considerable fee and we can get to reinvest that money into the squad, get ourselves a good centre half in there, need uh, another left back, I reckon. Well, no, I don't know. I'd maybe go with Flanagan for another season that way. So are you, are you suggesting that. that Rangers just need to tweak? Yes. Well, I repeat. If we can, if we can get. There are things going on. Um, Ryan Kent coming back, but if we can, if uh, Jimmy Murphy is back to full fitness, he started off the season well, and if he can take back up that form again, he could maybe cover that role. Of Ryan Kent. Well, on the basis that Ryan Kent won Young Player of the Year, I think if he didn't come back, it would be a sizable blow. Yeah, not the end mm, of the world, yeah. but a sizable mm. blow for Steven Gerrard. But I repeat. June 3 Is not the problem August 3 But, uh, but we know who's at both clubs That that will define everything Who's got the bigger summer here In regards to recruitment Who's got the most to do Is it Rangers or is it Celtic Hugh oh, Celtic. Ra- Rangers I think Because uh, They have to make sure That they can hold on To the Ryan Kents of this world mm-hmm. They're also taking on a team Who have won a treble treble so to be respectful to Celtic, they are looking to tweak, as you say, a team that's won the last nine domestic prizes in succession. So you still Celtic, think the Rangers have got the bigger job in the summer? Yeah, and Celtic have got the bigger bank book, and if, will they spend it? Yeah, well, I have to believe that Peter Lawwell understands the city in which he lives and knows the rivalry, the intensity of that rivalry. And the unique nature of what Celtic are trying to achieve here. And he would never be forgiven, never be forgiven by the Celtic supporters if he did not back Neil Lennon to the extent that he has to. Craig? Yep. See if Stephen Gerrard wasn't Stephen Gerrard, would he have been sacked at the end of the season? No. Despite losing the league to, Cel- despite losing the league to Celtic and not getting to a cup final? It's the least amount of points that we'll, we'll finish by. In the last three years. All right, we've it to be a great run in Europe as well. I don't think if the manager would have been taken regardless who he was, because it's there is an improvement. All so right, it's, so it's, pro- it's progression, you're happy with the progression, you think you'll take it one step further. So one step further next year, you'll win the league. I think so. Okay. I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought Celtic were going to win this week, this year, and I was proved right. I didn't think Stephen Gerrard was going to over. 
all Celtic in one season. Yeah, yeah that's um, a realistic view. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, after all, he had a stellar career as a footballer, but no managerial experience whatsoever. Did he surprise you? Um, in his I, first year of management? Uh, I, I like the way he let himself down on a couple of occasions with things that he said, mm-hmm. which would have been better left unsaid. Uh, when on the first day of the season he said that, that you know, Rangers historically had been yeah. getting decisions against them. But anyway, he, that, that was a daft statement to make. He impresses me greatly with the way he speaks, his candour, his composure. And it would have been unrealistic to sack him for not getting to a cup final and not winning the league. Had it been one. Pedro Cachinha, would it have been a different story? Pedro Cachinha... Had it been him in charge who'd just done what Steven Gerrard had done? I'm, being, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, but Pedro Cachinha was such an embarrassment. To so lose, it's a bigger picture. To lose to the fourth best team in Luxembourg in Europe mm-hmm. uh, and to suffer the indignities that he suffered against Celtic and so on and so forth. But now we get to the the nitty gritty for Steven Gerrard because you can be excused season one. Mm-hmm. If Celtic do get to nine in a row, the question then is he couldn't stop eight, he couldn't stop nine. Can we trust him to stop ten? So his position would come under review if Celtic win the league. So if he doesn't stop nine, Hugh suggests he gets sacked. Craig. He would be in trouble if he didn't. If he had another, if he had another two failures in the cup and another failure in the league, he would be under review. I agree with you. He Craig, review. it's been a pleasure talking to you. Have a brilliant Monday night. Thank you very much. Cheers, Thank mate. Uh, let's go to Frank, who is in Kilmarnock. Uh, good evening, Frank. Good evening, uh, Ewan. It's nice to talk to you. I've spoke to you a good few times over the season. Um, I was almost in disbelief and I thought you're pulling people's legs with what you're saying about Lennon um, and I'll, I'll summarise it why when Neil came in on a temporary um, basis at the drop of a hat because he's a Celtic icon and legend didn't want to let the club down the gap was 8 points and unless I'm wrong on May the 25th Celtic won the league by 9 points and they lost one game yes some of the performances were stuttering but what you need to remember is a lot of these players had played 60 games Celtic's squad this year was ravaged probably with its highest injuries since on all the eight titles we've won in a row. Um, we had our worst start to the season. Um, I think in 30 years, here's the historians, so he'll probably know that, but we had a shocking start to the season. And that all came in. There was definitely something going on behind the scenes between Brendan and the board. Um, we've just secured a treble treble. Hugh rightly says Rangers have got a bigger um, transfer window than Celtic. And I'm not dismissing how big a transfer window is for Celtic. But we've got players coming back. We can't hear they missing for more than a third of the season. Tom Rogic was out injured. He came back and looked lethargic, to say the best. With a Griff out for half a season. We've got Shedved already signed up, who ripped up the league when we loaned him back to his club. We've got Bio, who's played 63 seconds. I think he played when um, Scott Brown won the league at Rugby Park. Celtic. I've got a squad that's just on a treble treble. We have got millions in the bank. And Stephen Gerrard, for all everybody clams about him, has made Rangers a better team. There's a couple of things he's achieved. I'm not dismissing it. One, he beat Celtic twice and convincingly at Ibrooks. Um, and you need to give plaudits for that because no Rangers manager's done that in the last five seasons. And the second thing is, the reality is, he closed the gap with three points. That's the reality. That's not me... Green to glasses, that's reality. Three point gap to last season, it was 12 to um, last season, 
and he got it down to nine. He never made any cup finals, despite the fact people say Scottish football's weak. So that's a dose of reality, and we need to give Neil some um, praise. He's got a better win record than Brendan Rodgers over four and a half seasons as well. So it's not that bad an appointment, guys. And I just think either those are reality. Frank, you say you say that um, Celtic have got millions in the bank. A lot of Celtic yes. fans have said this. I'm not just saying it, but some will suggest that you've gone with a cheap option in Neil Lennon. So um, where, where's, the, where's the millions right. that are in the bank? Well, let me throw it to you then. Who was the alternative? Well, you that's go? not my job. That's not no, my job to figure that out. I, I think if it's not the cheap option, who else was it? What, I'm being what, serious. What I would say to you, Frank, is that. This is Scotland and Celtic should not be throwing money around that that is daft money. But if they've got it though, Hugh, and if, if they just, want that 10 in a row, spend it, no? No, but, no, but if you're talking about specifically the manager, mm-hmm. what it would cost, Mourinho was only ever fantasy. Yeah. Benitez... Would command a salary Brendan Rodgers was on Two and a half million pounds Per season mm-hmm. Excluding bonuses To get Benitez in We might have to pay Three times that amount of money Yeah So This is Scotland We don't have a land Of Five or six Or seven or eight Million pound managers We simply don't And Celtic have to be aware Yes they have money in the bank They have to be aware of Running the business Prudently mm-hmm. Not in a miserly fashion, but prudently, because we've watched business disasters in the the recent past. Mm-hmm. So they're not entitled to go and buy a five or six or seven pound, seven million pound manager. That's not to say that you go and get a cheap option. I do not believe that Neil Lennon was appointed because he was cheap. I do believe he was appointed because Celtic think that he understands the club, the city. And what is required over the next two seasons And they believe In his ability to deliver that Frank Yes Last season I think one of the big stumbling blocks Between Peter Lawwell and Brendan Rodgers Was John McGinn They wouldn't go that extra extra yard To bring in John McGinn What makes you think it'll be different this year Where they'll open up the biscuit tin And they'll spend the millions that need to be spent To bring 10 in a row home to Celtic Park um, you mentioned basket turn unless I'm um, mistaken. Celtic broke the record last summer. No, beyond me and one. Million million. But, but I'm going to get to your point. I think the issue with McGinn is Celtic left it far too late. If we'd have done like it's rumoured to be that we're in for who I think is going to be as good a player um, and tumble and get that business done early like we should have done with McGinn. We should have done that last June or July. But we left it too late. And I think by then, he said it was time and there was a great offer on the table from Aston Butler. Um, so we missed the boat. So I don't think there's a biscuit men- um, tin mentality. I know why you're saying it and I remember why Celtic fans say it. But when we break a £9 million sign, which I never thought I would see, then I think Peter Law and the board will back it. And I think they'll have learned from that mistake. Yeah, Celtic no thought, about it. Celtic thought, Frank, Celtic thought, his granddad used to be the chairman of the club. He, John McGinn, used to be a season ticket holder at the club He wanted to play for Celtic All the family are Celtic daft And Celtic thought It'll all work out in the end Meanwhile, Aston Villa were getting the business done And Celtic fell asleep Now, unless you're very silly You learn from mistakes like that And you don't let it happen 12 months later Because the Celtic fans, like Frank 
are looking at you and they don't want to see another McGinn moment. Frank, it's been lovely talking to you. Hope to do it again in the future. Likewise, have a good night, Jay. You too, mate. Thank, Thank you, you Frank. Yeah. Much appreciated. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with me, you and Cameron. And the legend is Hugh Keevans. I'm enjoying every second of this. Are you, Hugh? I am. <laughs> He's no smiling. Uh, 0141-951-1025 is the number to call. We'll be right back. Stay right there. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's just gone quarter to seven. A very good evening to you. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with me, you and Cameron in the hot seat for the very first time. Probably my last after tonight's performance. Uh, with the legend is Hugh Keevans. I was going to choose anybody from the Clyde Super Scoreboard team. It would have been you. You're very kind. You've been very kind to me, my friend. No, no. I've enjoyed working with you tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do it again next I, Monday, I, you and me. Well, apparently they want me to do next Monday, but we'll get the review after seven when the bosses phone me up and tell me. Um, but it's been nice working with you We've got another 10 minutes or so to the show So you can give us a call on 0141 and 951 1025 We've been talking about Stuart Armstrong Who faced the media today ahead of Scotland's two big matches Against Belgium and Cyprus Cyprus first up on Saturday And then it's Belgium on Tuesday And Stuart Armstrong talking about Andy Robertson a little earlier Talks about how important Andy will be in the upcoming fixtures He's definitely a leader. He has that that energy, an abundance of energy that he just goes and goes and goes, and he'll never stop running and never stop offering himself to make himself available for the team. And you know that's something you need at, at the top level. Do you remember the first time you, you when you when you arrived at Dundee United, you thought, oh, we've got a player on our hands here when he did something maybe in training or, or during a game that just kind of you know announced himself almost. Um, he seemed to have uh, this confidence, you know, no fear when he went into the games, and he just he just really enjoyed. And playing football, and uh, you know, he's, I think he just continued to do that, and what an achievement he has, uh, you know, just done it at the weekend, and and continued to do it until he until he stops. Well, an asset to Scotland, and we've got a European Cup winner and, and the squad again, and, and a guy who can kind of you know lead lead this team, and, and what's everyone feeling a, a bit of excitement around this team again now. Yeah, you know, I hope so. I think um, you know it's great to uh, to have that accolade in amongst the squad, and have that quality available to us, and and the other guys, you know, you know. In the squad too, so it's a positive feeling, and you know we're very much looking forward to the next couple of games. I've always believed, Hugh, that Scotland, at its core, has some decent players in that squad, and yeah. we should be doing way better than we are. And Andy Robertson's obviously key. I think Stuart Armstrong's key. Um, James Forrest is key for me as well. We should be going to this game on Saturday against Cyprus and giving them a right good doing over. Yeah, we we are surrounded by the feel good factor because yeah. no one. Questioned the appointment of Steve Clark as manager Unlike no. his predecessor When everyone Questioned the appointment of Alec McLeish So I go back to the mantra Do what you should do And what we should do At home Against Cyprus Even with a side That hasn't been to a major final for 21 years And has had its share of ups and downs We are in a place where Under Steve Clark I think the minimum requirement on Saturday night is a 3-0 win over Cyprus. I don't think that's asking for the sun, the moon and the stars. 3-0, I think we should be capable of doing that against Cyprus. And that's why Steve Clark is there, because he can bring us that kind of solidity. And it's great to have a Champions League winner there and Andy Robertson. Do what you should do. What you shouldn't do is lose 3-0 to Kazakhstan. Yeah. That's why the manager's been changed. Do what you should do. And we should be good enough to beat Cyprus by three clear goals. 
with Stevie Clark in charge, he will have a honeymoon period. So if yes. we do get the win against Cyprus, it's a kind of free hit against Belgium a week tomorrow. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. They're the number one ranked team in the world. They have a terrific manager in Roberto Martinez. They have outstanding individual players. However, are their minds right? You know, we go back to the Liverpool Spurs in the Champions League final. What caused that game to be an anti-climax when everyone thought it would be sensational stuff and it wasn't? Are their minds right, Belgium? If they are, we're in trouble. If there's any hesitancy on their part, uh, a draw for me would be borderline miraculous. Yes. <laughs> but Just a bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if we weren't given a going over... Of a four or five nature If I give you four points right now Would you bite my hand off for oh, it? Oh without question Without question Because it's a good point you make there About will the Belgian players heads be in it You look at Eden Hazard He's got other things on his plate just now I know they've yeah. just won the Europa League But there's talk that he's away to, to Real Madrid He's got to sort that out You've got Romelu Lukaku Who's not wanted at Manchester United Etc 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 So it might be an opportunity it might get Belgium at a good time That we could get our qualification process Back on track Well that's the one That would be The surprise That you didn't Look for uh, To get anything in To Brussels. make up for The Kazakhstan result yeah. We could get something In Brussels That yeah. makes up for What happened in the opening game However Everyone is entitled To write it off As long as we don't Get embarrassed You write it off Because They're number one In the world And we are Way 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 Beneath that But the, the feel good factor Is there And Stevie Clark Now becomes Like every other manager In the world we all want him in the job. Now he has to prove that he was the right guy for the job. And you think he's the right man for the job? Of all the candidates that were out there, he'd be my first choice as well. It was a, a, a no-brainer for the SFA. So for once, they can sit back and say, well, everybody wanted him, not just us. You wanted him. I wanted him at Tynecastle. Yeah. I want Levine out. Oh. I want Stevie Clark That's what I wanted That's what I was hoping He would take the step up And go to Hearts Even well, though we finished Sixth in the league In 52 minutes You've boosted The unemployment rate In Scotland Because <laughs> you want Lennon sacked You want Levine sacked uh, at this rate, no, no, I don't. I don't want. Listen, you're becoming a danger I, to the economy here. Can I just put on record? I don't want Lennon sacked. I've got a lot of time for Neil Lennon. I've had a great relationship with Neil Lennon over the years, and I've interviewed him on countless occasions. I'm talking purely based on what has happened and what might happen yeah. going forward. I just I, think it was a mistake bringing Neil Lennon back, and I'm sure. He, he could well go and prove me wrong, Hugh. Yeah. But Craig Levine, no way. He cannot be staying at Tynecastle. The, the, the phrase that uh, puts your argument in jeopardy is what might happen. Because what might happen might not happen. But we've been in the game for a long time, Hugh. We all like to speculate. We all, we all like to predict what might and might not yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I repeat, the man who breaks the spell at Celtic and does not take them forward to nine mm -hmm. or ten gets the sack. I'll tell you what's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. If Rangers are top of the league Come the first old firm game of the season yep. And Rangers win that Lennon doesn't survive You're wrong You think he survives? Yes Because of the pressure that will be on him Because let's be honest It's not universal But there's a lot of Celtic fans out there Who are not liking the fact that Lennon's come back Of course So the pressure's on from the first day of the season Lose to Rangers Rangers top of the league in that first old firm game I don't think he survives it Well, uh, December 29 Rangers defeat Celtic and go joint top yeah and everyone thinks uh oh here we go 
And thereafter Celtic don't look back And Rangers have trouble looking forward And Celtic win the league by 9 points So that first Old Firm game of next season Does not define Neil Lennon Does not define the outcome of the title race Do you want to do this again next Monday? Sounds like a treat (laughs) (laughs) Should we go for a wee drink now And discuss what we've just been talking about Over the past hour? Uh, No I'm told there's a quiche waiting for me (laughs) It's there. I can come and share a quiche with you in a bottle of beer. Well, what? We bought the red wine. How do I break this to Mrs. Gibbons? I'm sure she'd love to spend the night with me. She had enough trouble with specky guys <laughs> without having two of them. Uh, Hugh Keevans, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you tonight. I hope you've me enjoyed too. as much as I have, and we'll do it all again next Monday. Uh, but there will be someone here tomorrow night. Who's here tomorrow night? We don't know who's here tomorrow night, but I'll tell you what's coming up next. Ryan Borthwick is on the way with your chance uh, to be at this summer's Transmit Festival. And we'll also send you Hugh Keevans as well. <laughs> he'll, be your, 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 he'll be part of your entourage. Uh, have a great night, whatever you're doing. Take care. Stand by. Ryan Borthwick on the way. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.